0: This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. <laughs> Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Hello, beautiful recoverers with Ali. I hope you are having a swell of a day today and are excited for today's episode. It's all about self-acceptance and also how to accept when you are struggling. This is very important because if you expect to try and recover, you need to accept who you are. If you want to grow that self-love, you need to accept who you are. One thing that we know for certain is that we will always be in our lives. And by that, I mean I will always be in my life and you will always be in your life. That is the only thing we know for sure. We might have amazing people in our lives, our family, our loved ones, our friends. And of course, you'd love if they stuck around, but we never know. We never know, which is why it is so important to start loving and accepting ourselves. And if you are hearing this and getting all tense and getting goosebumps out of the fear of the thought of you spending your whole life with yourself, well, you have to grow that self-love because you should be excited to spend your whole life with yourself. You should be excited to see the challenges that you will overcome. You should be excited to see just how much you can achieve. And how much you can love and how much you can grow as a person. How much you can love yourself. You need to be excited to be living your life with you. So if you are hearing this and you can feel the hairs at the back of your neck lifting up and you are feeling very uncomfortable with this sort. Or if you are wanting to recover, which I hope you are. Or even if you're looking for some inspiration to recover and start loving yourself. Well, listen up because today's episode is for you. Today's episode is also going to help us lead on from last week's episode about self compassion because we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be compassionate with ourselves and we also need to accept ourselves. That is very important. So, today we will be talking about what acceptance is, the importance of self acceptance, also how self acceptance affects your everyday, the difference between self acceptance and self esteem. Also, how to tell if you have low self-acceptance. And of course, how to start accepting yourself. But before we get into that, I have terrific news for you. I woke up without my alarm clock the other day. On the weekend, I woke up early and on my own. Can you believe that? I know, I know. If you listen to my episode about the importance of sleep, you will know why this is such a big achievement. Ali woke up without her alarm because she tortured herself in the mornings and woke up consistently at the same time. But you know what? It's starting to pay off. And that's the message I have for all of these episodes. With recovery, short-term pain for long-term gain. That is your life motto. Use it for everything. Work hard to get somewhere and then... You'll see the results and you'll be thankful that you worked hard to get there. It's never going to be easy when you are challenging yourself to do something new, to do something hard or to do something that you're not used to doing. Example, reframing negative thoughts or changing unhealthy habits that you have. But consistency is the key. And going through those hard, tough times that will be there, especially at the beginning. Well, you can come out stronger on the top. And I'm sure that I still have quite a long while to go with my sleep. However, I'm very, very proud of myself for waking up on my own. My body clock was like, fuck yeah, wake up early today. And I said, okay, sure. But yes, you should be excited to achieve based off your hard work and putting in the efforts to change things around for the better. To improve your life, you need to step out of your comfort zone, do things that scare you. Do things that seem like a challenge to you. And you should be excited to face those challenges and come out stronger on the other side. And you should also be excited for today's episode, so let's get into it. So many of us have troubles accepting ourselves. It could even come down to accepting our strengths and admiring them. But on the other hand, when it comes to our perceived flaws or what our weaknesses are, even if that's just what we believe to be a weakness, in comes... A lot of pain and judgment, criticism and rejection. Or maybe even you have a lot of positive qualities about yourself, but you ignore them. You almost pretend they're not there or you don't believe it to be true. So you pretty much just don't accept yourself all in all. Maybe you don't accept yourself fully or maybe you just don't accept yourself at all. Either way, this needs to be addressed because we need to love ourselves and accept ourselves no matter what. We make a mistake, we forgive ourselves. We learn from it, we move on, we be better. Okay? If you are finding it difficult to move past your failures, if you find it difficult to forgive yourself, or you're always giving yourself such a hard time and putting yourself down constantly, well, this is a very big indicator that you may be lacking self-acceptance. Self-acceptance, self-approval, same thing. But you need to be addressing this. Because with a lack of self-acceptance, you are holding yourself back from feeling confident, from feeling self-love, from living a life that you want to live. You are spending so much of your time criticising yourself that you have no chance to grow and improve on yourself because you don't even believe that you can do it. You don't accept who you are and who you want to be. You need to be able to acknowledge who you are now to be able to change who you are in the future. And as you are more self-accepting, you will become more resilient to criticism and self-doubt. So let's get you there. So what is self-acceptance? Self-acceptance is having the complete acceptance of oneself. This is when you accept both your strengths and your weaknesses, or your positive and your negative traits. For sure. If there's a negative trait of yours that you want to change because you've realized and you've acknowledged that this is not how you want to live and you don't like how you behave or you don't like how you think about something. Well, for sure, go change that. But you still accept yourself for who you are and you're able to identify parts of your life that you want to improve and rather than just criticizing yourself and dragging yourself down, you decide to improve yourself and figure out how you can be better. One thing that I want to make sure that you know is that being self-accepting does not mean that you know that you have faults and weaknesses but you allow it all to pass. You give yourself a pass to it all. That you never try to change them and because you accept yourself, you don't need to change them. That there's nothing that you will improve on. You may know that you've made a mistake, but it doesn't mean that you want to do anything about it because you take it as self-acceptance. You've made a mistake, whatever, I accept myself. No, that is not what self-acceptance is. Self-acceptance is knowing your positive traits and your negative traits. And wanting to improve on the negative traits or forgive yourself and do better. But you do it without judgment. You're not criticizing yourself. You can see when you've done the wrong thing or you're in unhealthy habits and you try to change it. But overall, you still love yourself. You accept yourself. You are able to be objective about your strengths and your weaknesses. But this doesn't affect your self-worth. It means that no matter what your actions or your qualities are you still value yourself. Your values go beyond your physical or your mental attributes and you unconditionally accept yourself. So if you want to achieve self-acceptance, it is really important not to hide the parts of yourself that you believe to be undesirable or unacceptable. You need to be able to celebrate and acknowledge all of your wins, no matter how big or small they are. Because if you're not self-accepting, this is going to affect your everyday life. Not being able to accept yourself is going to affect your quality of your life and your mental health. You'll feel more anxiety, shame, guilt, stress, anger. But you want to be able to forgive yourself. That is something that self-acceptance will help you do. It will make you feel less doubt. And in return, you'll feel more confident. You'll feel more calm. You'll believe more in your capability. And you will go and try to achieve. And you'll be able to be yourself because you won't be doubting yourself so much. You won't be ashamed of who you are and you shouldn't be. Self-acceptance is so important because it's going to make you feel like you can be yourself. It's going to help you fear failing less. And on top of that, to stop thinking that you are failing everything because we don't like using the word failing. We can learn from something. We can improve on something. But if we're trying something new, that's not failing. That's just giving something new a go. And self-acceptance is important because it's going to help you increase your self-worth. It's going to help you be more compassionate with yourself not seek approval from others, to understand that your mistakes do not define you and to help grow your self-love, both from the inside and the outside, to love your body and your mind. And on top of that all, it's going to increase your self-esteem. Yep, segue. Let's go into the difference between self-esteem and self-acceptance. Let me get this straight. They are both super important. So I will definitely be having an episode based on self-esteem because you need them both. So self-acceptance is unconditionally accepting yourself. You accept yourself regardless of what mistakes you've made or what you've achieved, your successes or your setbacks. And remember, those are temporary setbacks because you are going to try again and learn from your setbacks, okay? So they can only be temporary because you're going to keep on pursuing and pushing through. I know you can do it. So self-acceptance is what we've just talked about for the past 10 minutes, okay? So self-esteem is how we value and perceive ourselves. It's our opinions and beliefs about ourselves. And this can feel difficult to change, especially if there is a lack of self-confidence. And self-acceptance plays into it because if you don't accept yourself, it becomes hard to like and value yourself as a person. An unhealthy self-esteem Is either believing that you are worthless and you can give nothing to the world you have nothing to offer so if you have a healthy self-acceptance it is easier for you to have a healthy self-esteem you're not relying on external validation however you know that you give value to other people so self-esteem is our self-worth and perceived value and they fall into different aspects of our life like success strengths money beauty our health our well-being our ethics our beliefs our morals and also our skills and abilities. Self-esteem can make it harder to accept failure because self-esteem is more reliant on behaviors and achievements, which is why it's important to combine self-acceptance with self-esteem to be healthy in both areas, which is why we're talking about self-acceptance first and self-esteem has to do with your self-confidence, your identity, your sense of belonging, feelings of security and feelings of competence. It's when you believe in your worth and your value, and you feel confident in what you can give and your attributes and abilities that you have. So self-acceptance allows us to accept ourselves no matter what our external achievements are. It should be there forever, regardless of what we achieve, which is also why self-compassion is so important because you give yourself compassion and you feel good about yourself regardless of what other people think of you or what mistakes you make. So if you're wondering whether or not you have a low self-acceptance, some things to look out for include having a negative attitude often, constantly criticizing yourself, also being unsure of yourself, you don't know who you are, also having difficulty acknowledging your weaknesses or your failures, your negative traits or your mistakes, having a lack of self-love or wanting to be someone that you are not, also being very critical of yourself, And also having a negative outlook on your life, even if there's no particular reason to do so. And it can be hard to accept ourselves. It can be hard to accept ourselves if there has been past trauma, because this makes it difficult to be able to accept your past and also embrace your present, being in the present, because you're living in the past. And not just trauma, even if it was a really horrible memory that you just, it pains you to think of and it's stuck with you all this time or even a painful stage in your life. If you have imposter syndrome, it can be difficult to accept yourself. It can be difficult to accept yourself if you've always heard your whole life that you're unworthy. Not true. So it is hard to change a mindset that you've had for so long. But it can happen. Just as I said, my body clock woke me up early. And I still know I have to work hard to make that a regular thing. But I'm so proud of myself that it is happening, because I'm being consistent and so can you. Work hard to get where you want to be. You need to accept yourself unconditionally. Okay, so let's go into how to do that. So one of the main things that you have to do is start to forgive yourself when you make mistakes. This involves being compassionate with yourself. You could even try to look at your past self as a completely different person to yourself. Think about what you like about them and what you don't. What is it that you would change about this person if you could? But look at this through the lens of who you are now, because from your past self, you have grown, you have learned lessons and you have become wiser. So look at your past self and think about what it is that you would change about your past self based on what you know now. If I was to imagine my past self as a different person, I would look at them and think that person needs to start loving themselves and believing in themselves. That person isn't kind to themselves. They don't have any compassion or self-esteem for themselves. They don't accept themselves. I would empathise at the thought of how they saw themselves. Because no one should see themselves in that way. No one should think so constantly down upon themselves. Always constantly criticising themselves. And putting themselves down so much. And thinking that the only way to possibly love themselves or at least think a bit better of themselves is to take part of all of these nasty habits to get skinny and to just hide from the world to escape from reality that person is so uncomfortable with being in their own thoughts that they try to hide from it and they don't face their fears they don't face what needs to be dealt with so instead that person is hurting themselves and never thinking clearly, always thinking with emotions that are not being dealt with. So those emotions are filled with anxiety and stress and guilt and dread and shame. That person is constantly looking for external validation because there's no way that person's gonna get it from themselves. But that person was struggling a lot. Maybe they tried to seem like they weren't on the outside, but if you look deeper behind a smile, Honestly, it's very obvious that this person's not in a good place. This person tried to hide away from feeling anything by making mistakes and criticising themselves constantly, that it just built up that guilt and that shame of being that person. And the more that happened, the harder it became to face those problems because it was just so unbearable to even consider having to feel even worse than they already do. And if you are resembling with this, by the way, take notes because you need to start having self-compassion and self-love because you know what me saying all of this is making me have compassion for this person I'm truly basing this on my past self but first of all I'm feeling compassion for myself but if this was someone else I would sympathise with that that's a horrible way to think that's a horrible way to feel and I'm truly feeling that right now even just talking about this no one should feel this way you should not feel this way And this needs to change because this is not a way you want to be living your life. You need to have a life full of love. And that love needs to come especially from yourself. The point of imagining your past self as a different person is to feel more compassionate about yourself. Because if you're struggling to accept yourself, it is going to be hard to feel empathy towards yourself. And want to forgive yourself for your past. So if it helps, imagine that your past self is someone that you love now. But that empathy and that compassion that you were feeling towards what appears to be someone else, which is really your past self, you should feel that for yourself. You should be able to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself, first of all, for any mistakes you have made. Learn from them, but forgive yourself for that. Forgive yourself for how you have treated yourself. If you're still treating yourself that way, you need to accept that this is not having a quality of life and you deserve to have a happy and fulfilling and empowering life. And you're not going to get that if you were thinking about yourself in all of these ways. Forgive yourself for not backing yourself up, for being by your side during tough times. Because when everything is going wrong, it's not helpful to then on top of that, be criticizing yourself and beating yourself up even more. You need to always support yourself and know that you can get through this. Remind yourself that you can. So you need to forgive yourself for not being there for yourself and for not accepting who you are because your unique self is fucking awesome. Let that person out. Fuck whoever does not like who you really are. Great, they can go do that somewhere else. Just be you, authentically you, and you will attract the people that you want to be around. You need to accept yourself first. Be comfortable with who you are. If you have made mistakes, it's not about condoning that behaviour. What you're doing is accepting what you've done. You are taking responsibility. And then you are allowing yourself to move on. To learn from what you've done. But to move on and give yourself the chance to be a better person. And to do that, you need to forgive yourself. And accept yourself unconditionally. Okay? Another important thing that you need to do is to realize that acceptance does not equal settling. You can accept your flaws, your mistakes, your weaknesses, your limitations but that does not mean that you are settling for less. You accept yourself for who you are but then you work on areas where you need improvement. Also it is so important to reframe those negative thoughts especially if you are trying to recover. Your eating disorder thoughts ask yourself Is this thought that I'm having true? What evidence do I have to support this? If there's no evidence, it could be your imagination. Be as honest with yourself as you can so you can reach the bottom of it. Really try to redirect these negative thoughts that you are having to the question of, is this true? Is this real? What evidence is there to make this real? Is this my imagination or is this reality? These negative thoughts are your inner critic and this is coming from you not accepting who you are from you not being compassionate with yourself. Which leads to my next point about acknowledging your reality. As I was saying just before about looking at my past self through a different person, I tried so many things, unhealthy things, to try and escape my reality. And it is so important for you to face your reality. It's not going to be easy, especially if you've been bottling it up for so long or just trying to avoid it because you fear it. You fear being alone with yourself. You fear being stuck with your own thoughts, your mistakes, your past. But if you are able to acknowledge what has happened that has led you to where you are now, you can use that to alter your future. You can only have a better future if you first acknowledge your past and where that has led you. Be in your now because that is your reality, not your imagination. So don't let fear hold you back. Don't let it get in your way. Don't let the fear of your past get in your way. Don't let the fear of what other people think of you get in your way. Step out of your comfort zone and face your fears. Because if you face your fear, you give that fear less power. You're showing them who's boss. It's also helpful to accept that there is always going to be struggles. Just as you may look at your past self, maybe there is something that you overcame. That was a struggle then. I'm sure you've had many in your life, some more major than others, but you've had struggles. Some that may have seemed so crucial, such a big problem, a world-ending kind of problem, that now you can't even remember it well. Maybe you don't even remember it at all. Because you moved past it. You let it go. Something that seems like it was going to be your biggest struggle of all time is barely in your memory, if at all. So the same way you thought that you could never move past whatever previous struggle you've had, you can get through the ones that you were having now and ones that may be coming in the future but be real as well if there's a common factor like maybe you're being an asshole for all of it then great you found the root of the cause fix that but don't bring yourself down or criticize yourself learn and move on learning is fun okay learn and use that to improve your own life okay and be okay with the fact that there will always be struggles because there will be if you were trying to be in your reality that is something that you have to be able to understand and acknowledge Because it's reality, it's the truth. So confront your struggles, deal with it so you can let it go and move on. Doesn't that sound better than building it all up inside a little bottle inside your head and then one day it just crashing and exploding and then you wouldn't even know how to deal with it because you've never dealt with it.
1: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.
0: Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So don't bottle it up. Face your problems. Face your struggles. Learn from it. Let it go move on be better I also want you to start writing down your thoughts if you aren't already because I always talk about writing down your thoughts but in this case I want you to write down what it is that you are feeling and try to write it down as soon as you were feeling it because when you write down these thoughts you were giving it less power and it's going to help you remember that you are not your thoughts especially if your eating disorder is running your thoughts so if you're thinking in the moment I'm feeling worthless," I am useless I am a failure all I do is wrong I always do the wrong thing well when you were thinking about something negative it is very easy to simply focus on all of the negative which is why it is also very important to realize that you are not your thoughts accept that you are not your thoughts and give your thoughts less power write it all down release those feelings of anxiety and stress and unhappiness when you write it down Even if you can't admit it to yourself straight away that what you are writing is not true, what you are feeling and thinking are not true. If you write it down, you are getting yourself in the habit of acknowledging that what you are thinking is negative. You can also write down the positive thoughts you are having, fuck yeah, but maybe highlight it in your favorite color so you remind yourself and be able to identify when it is that you were feeling positive and when it is that you were having negative thoughts. And learn to accept your thoughts as they are. Thoughts. They don't have to be true and you don't have to give them power unless you let it. Which is definitely easier said than done. So use this as a way to get into the habit of being able to understand and acknowledge when you are thinking with your imagination or when it is reality. Because in reality, when you accept yourself and you love yourself and you want the best for yourself, you will try to better your reality. And that's going to take practice, especially if you're not used to doing that. If you're used to always putting yourself down and assuming the worst to be true, and then try to reframe those thoughts. So when you don't have your pretty highlighted sentences because you've acknowledged that what you were thinking is not a helpful thought, well, I want you to then reframe your unhelpful thoughts. Think of a different way of looking at it. If you were thinking of yourself as worthless, try and reframe that thought by first of all, brainstorming ways that prove that you were not worthless. And also even try to think of other ways that make you feel more empowered. You are giving these unhelpful thoughts power the more you focus on it, the more you believe it, the more you think it, and the more that you refuse to identify and acknowledge that these thoughts are unhelpful. So write it down. Don't give any pop of colour to these unhelpful thoughts and then have the challenge of reframing these unhelpful thoughts. And then you can see your progress. Write it all down and just see how powerful your mind and yourself really is. Because slowly but surely you will see that you have reframed your thoughts and you were starting to look at yourself with more kindness, compassion and you were having more uplifting thoughts. Sure, things will always happen. You may have a setback with something temporary but you will notice the more that you were able to be more compassionate and accepting of yourself, you will lean towards finding solutions and accepting what has happened and wanting to fix it and be better rather than just criticizing yourself and giving yourself a hard time. So once again, consistency is the key. I also want you to celebrate your wins. All of your wins. No matter how big or small it seems to you, celebrate it all. Have a fucking party about it. Whatever makes you feel like you are actually celebrating your good work, go do it. Whatever makes you happy, whatever feels like a celebration to you, go do it. Have the greatest time. I don't care if you're celebrating not spilling coffee on yourself for the first time in years, or you remembered to pack your lunch for work or school, whatever it is. Celebrate it. If it's an accomplishment to you, no matter how big or small, it's something you're not used to doing and you know that it is benefiting you by doing it, then fucking celebrate it. Celebrating all of your wins helps you realize that you were capable of achieving whatever it is you set your mind to. You work hard not to spill out coffee. You were taking cautious sips and you were keeping in mind of how closed the lid is. It's not half open, so it has a big chance of spilling. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Did I? I think I might have said this actually. But I spilt, no, did I? Okay, I'm going to repeat it quickly anyways. But I spilt my entire coffee on myself when I went to Hunter Valley. Oh my gosh. My, See, here's a lesson for me. And actually a good one at it. Because my boyfriend was like to me, because I was going on a bus to the Hunter Valley. He said to me, you pack an extra outfit. And I was like, why would I need that? (laughs) I did. But the funny thing is, I still packed a shirt because I was like, you know what? I'll try to make you happy. I'm so good. I'll be kind. I packed that extra shirt and I should have packed the whole outfit. You literally never know what will happen. I thought this coffee was safe and secure. I even put it in this Ziploc bag because I was like, you know what? (laughs) If any coffee spills out, I will be prepared. It will spill out not into my bag. It will spill into this Ziploc bag. And here I am thinking that I'll survive easily in a zombie apocalypse. I'm thinking about the worst in every situation and preparing for it. Uh, And then as it goes, the coffee did spill in the Ziploc bag. Fair enough. So when I tried to take that sip of the coffee... I didn't take the coffee out of the Ziploc bag because the coffee was all over the cup. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can't get little drops of coffee all over my shirt. So I took the sip from the Ziploc bag and yeah, didn't think about the fact that that coffee would spill on me from the Ziploc bag as I took the sip and majority of the coffee was in that Ziploc bag. So long story short, I spilled it all on me and all I had was the shirt, but I should have packed the whole outfit. But you know what? I'm thankful I packed that shirt. My whole outfit was covered in coffee. But what I can take away from this is that, first of all, I almost forgot why I brought this up. Oh, I remember. Okay. I celebrated the win of bringing something. I almost didn't. I thought, (laughs) I don't need that. But I did. But you know what? I also learned from that and thought, okay. I can improve next time by bringing everything because you never know. Luckily, nothing stained, even though I was wearing white, another interesting choice when I was going on a wine tour. But you know what? I didn't spill wine on me. But yeah. Honestly, I was cheering. I was absolutely cheering that I brought that spare shirt. It's such a random thing to bring. But I did it. It was unusual for me. I've never done that before. But thank, thank my boyfriend. You know what? Thank him for saying that. For whatever reason, he chose to do that. Because it can't be. Because I'm clumsy. There's no way. I'm not clumsy. <laughs> he chose to give me that advice. And I'm very grateful that he did. And I'm grateful for myself for half listening. Next time, I will listen in full and bring a whole outfit. But you know what? I'm still celebrating that small win of bringing a shirt because, oh my gosh, it was, the coffee was everywhere. It was honestly, and I, I also just woke up from a nap. So I was very like in another world, not even sure what was happening. I'm like, did I really just do that? Am I still dreaming? No, I wasn't dreaming. <sighs> but moral of the story is celebrate your big wins and your small wins and then try to learn from everything. Because there will always be a learning lesson. Okay? Another important thing to do. The same way I'm saying I want you to identify when you were thinking with your imagination. I also want you to be able to notice when you were fighting your reality. So maybe you're thinking something isn't fair. A scary reality could be realising that you're putting on weight when you're recovering. I want you to remember that that is you becoming healthy again. Your body and your mind need food to fuel and have nutrition. But that is a scary truth to realize. But it is so important to be able to acknowledge that that is reality. Acknowledge your reality and then try to focus on why this reality is important. And sometimes there will be the case where reality actually just, it sucks. Maybe you're going through a hard time where you can't control the outcome. Maybe it has to do with someone external or maybe everything just feels like it's crashing down and that's fucking hard. This is when you need to be compassionate with yourself. Be there for yourself. But also don't run away from the truth, because that's not going to help anything. If you can't face your reality, how can you expect a better tomorrow? So don't hide from the truth, and also don't live in your imagination. I also want you to acknowledge your feelings. When you are feeling anxious, you're feeling angry, stressed, guilty, shameful, whatever the fuck it is, acknowledge it. Say to yourself, I feel you. I know you're there, Anxiety. I know you're there. I acknowledge you're there. I'm not going to give you any power. I'm not going to focus on you and think of nothing else and just grow you, make you even bigger than it is now. Nope, I'm not going to do that. But I know you're there. Hi. Enjoy your temporary quick stay. Get the fuck out. Until next time. And when the next time comes, you acknowledge it again and again and again and you're going to do things that make you feel calmer. Go meditate, go read a book. You were giving those unhelpful emotions less power when you give it less attention, but you also let it know that you know it's there and it's not going to control you. Also notice when you are focusing on things that cannot be changed. Maybe you're thinking about past mistakes you've made or past conversations even, and you're thinking about how you could have said everything differently or done something different. But you can't do that now. What's the point of giving yourself a stressful time where you've created this fake imagined scenario in your head that you wanted it to be a reality because you're focusing on it now but you know it cannot be changed. However, that's when you're coming back to your imagination and you're almost living in your imagination again because you're thinking about how things could have been different if you did something else. And sure, I'm sure it could have been but you don't know that. But we will never know that because another choice was taken. Maybe it seems like the wrong choice, but that's why the present and the future is so important because you now have the choice to change your future by focusing on your present, not the past and not what can't be changed. You can even write a letter to yourself. Write in this letter everything that you've realized that you're holding on to, that you want to change, that you realize now that you are accepting yourself and your life and your decisions, that they can't be changed. Write it down and whenever you need a refresher because you find yourself focusing on something that can't be changed, you can look at this letter and be like, oh yeah, that's right. I can't change what's happened. Also, start identifying your strengths. If you're always so focused on the negative and what you're not doing right, that is making it so hard for you to accept yourself, write down and brainstorm all of your different strengths. Sit yourself down and think. Take breaks in between if you feel like you have a brain clog that's not allowing you to think of anything, it may take time, especially if you're very used to bringing yourself down all the time. But that list will grow the more you grow as a person and the more you start loving yourself. So keep on writing and add to this list every time you've found a new strength. Grow that list. Make it pages and pages and pages. Even when
1: we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365
0: day returns. And once again, come to this as well, whenever you need a nice refreshing reminder that you are awesome. You can also identify areas where you want to improve. This is you acknowledging and accepting areas where you can improve. And it helps you determine where you want to focus on to make it better. With this one, it's very important that you don't use this as an opportunity to criticize yourself. So next to everything that you say you want to improve, write down why it is you want to improve this area and ways that you think you can do that. If you can brainstorm different ways that will help you improve these areas of your life, well, that is you already having some bright ideas, even if you have to Google it. You were looking for ways and you were researching and you were working hard to try and improve these areas in your life. And that's great. That shows that you were committed and that you want to see change in your life. So self-acceptance is not about you just deciding that all of these areas in your life where you want to improve don't need to be improved. It is not about that. It is about acknowledging them, but still wanting to make that change to have a better life and a better version of yourself whilst still loving and accepting yourself the whole way through. You can always improve yourself. There will always be an area in your life where you can be better. So think of where you want to be better. Why and how. And you'll also notice, the more you grow as a person and you learn more, you experience more and you become wiser, even your strategies might change. They may become more adapted to you because you now understand yourself better because you are now accepting yourself. And of course, you know what I'm going to say. Yep, stop comparing yourself. Someone else's progress has nothing to do with you. Cheer them on, great, but don't compare it to yourself. Remember that accepting yourself is unconditional and it has absolutely nothing to do with the successes of other people around you. So what they're doing doesn't matter. I mean, for sure, be happy for them, but don't compare their success to you. It has nothing to do with you. You're on your own journey and your self-acceptance has nothing to do with them. And vice versa. And finally, practice mindfulness. And I want you to be more mindful by trying to spend more time with yourself. When you're more mindful, these unhelpful thoughts that you've constantly been having that have become so a part of your everyday that you almost don't even realize that they're happening, they're part of your subconscious, will be brought to the surface where you can listen to those thoughts and also then try to calm those thoughts and calm yourself. And be present so once again meditate go to a coffee shop without no music no one around you no phone and be there in the present enjoy your coffee but also just appreciate where you are in your surroundings and enjoying some time by yourself embrace being more mindful and being with yourself appreciate drive to the beach and walk around the beach by yourself just enjoy being in the presence with yourself accept who you are and start to enjoy your company okay slowly but surely you will start to realize that you're not all that bad and there grows the self-acceptance so to summarize to help with your self acceptance first of all forgive yourself try the exercise where you look at your past self as if it was someone else and show compassion to that person and realize that that compassion is actually for you and start giving yourself that compassion Also start to realize that acceptance is not settling because you are still going to try and challenge yourself and be better. Also reframe your negative thoughts. Ask yourself, is this true? And what evidence do you have to support your thought? Number four is to acknowledge your reality. Number five is to stop letting fear hold you back. Number six is to accept that there will always be struggles. Number seven is to write down your thoughts. Number eight is to celebrate all of your wins. Number nine is to realize when you are fighting against reality. Number 10 is to acknowledge your feelings. Number 11 is noticing when you are focusing on something that can't be changed. Number 12 is to identify your strengths. Number 13 is identifying areas where you want to improve. Number 14 is to stop comparing yourself. And number 15 is to practice mindfulness and being in your own company. And as an extra little tip of the day, listen to the episodes about self-compassion, self-love and letting go of perfectionism. That is all going to help you and everything else we talk about, but start with those if you haven't already. But thank you for listening to another episode. I appreciate you coming back and being a part of the Recover with Ali family. You are all welcome here and we are all supporting each other, building each other up, and most importantly, building ourselves up. Okay? So keep on recovering, keep on working hard, and keep on believing in yourself. Love you. Remember to recover with Ali.